0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 687. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will show you how at the end of the program. Uh, just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. It's free of charge, uh, including the postage and handling. I've got a strong message from the Lord, uh, and I've got uh, letters and music. But Right now, let's pray to the Lord to anoint this program. Father. Anoint this program. Uh, let all the neighbors, uh, uh, the people that are hearing us, call their neighbors or friends and tell them to tune in because everyone needs these messages. Uh, anoint them. Let sinners receive your word so they can live eternally in heaven. And let the saints Uh, reject the antichrist so many of them have fallen away we are living in the day when the apostle paul said that there would be a great amount of christians fall away to satan and that they would allow satan to enter the temple of god which we are and the temples of god would begin saying that satan is god and Lord, this is one of the very last signs that you have that the Apostle Paul stated that we would see just before you come back to earth again in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. And the people that follow after Satan, Father, you stated that you would send them strong delusions and you would make them believe a lie because you despise those that uh, discard your word as though it were the chaff that they are. Lord, I pray all these things, that souls will be saved in the church, the body of Christ strengthened, and that you'll destroy every door that Satan is opening for himself, and that you will open every door for us, every good door, every wonderful door, every precious door, the little doors and the uh, the mighty ones, because every door that you open, whether little, or large is a marvelous door. It's a wonderful and miraculous door. Lord, I ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone says, Amen. Amen. And here I am with J.D. Sumner of the Stamp Quartet to sing for you Joshua Fit
1: the Battle. Joshua Fit the Battle, round Jared Jericho, Jared Jericho. Jericho, well, Joshua, fit the bed around Jericho, and the walls come tumbling down. God knows that. Joshua, fit the bed around Jericho, around Jericho, Jericho, well, Joshua, fit the bed around Jericho, when the walls come tumbling down. Good morning, Sister Mary. Good morning, Brother John. Well, I want to stop and up with you and tell you how I come along. I know you heard about Joshua, he was the son of Nun. He never stopped his work until, well, until work was done, God knows. That. Joshua beat the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Jericho Joshua beat the battle of Jericho when the walls come tumbling down. You may... you may talk about your men of Gideon. You may brag about the men of Saul, But there's a man like Joshua at the battle of Jericho. Up to the walls of Jericho, he marched with spear in hand. Go blow the ram, Joshua cried. 'Cause the battle and Jericho, I don't know that Joshua bit the pedal and jingled gold. Jericho, like Jericho, like Jericho, well Joshua bit the pedal and jingled When the walls started tumbling down, you may talk about your Mena Gideon, you may brag about the King of Saul, but there's none like Joshua at the battle of Jericho. Well, the heavy red gun, the Joshua spear, so well I twirled it along. And upon his hip was a double-edged sword, and his mouth was a gospel horn. Yet bold oh, and brave he stood, salvation in his hands. God broke and ran home. Joshua was cause the devil can't do you no know, harm. Huh? God knows that. Joshua beat the battle round Jericho, Jericho. Jericho, Jericho, where Joshua beat the battle Jericho. Where the no walls come down, up to the walls of Jericho, he marched with a spear in hand. Go blow, then he ran home, Joshua crud, the bottle came till you know home. Then the lamb ram sheep horns began to blow, The trumpets began to sound. Then Joshua shouted, glory! And the walls came tumbling down, God knows that Joshua hit the battle of Jericho, 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 well, Joshua hit the battle of Jericho, Jericho, And the walls came tumbling down.
0: gd summoner in the stamps and myself well i really loved singing with gospel quartets and uh, i love singing with uh, a large orchestra and also with uh, big choirs things like that i just love to sing um, there are many people that are a lot better than myself but um, i love preaching the gospel and the lord lets me sing i'm very happy i'm very happy that the lord is on the throne and I'm extremely happy that he called me to be a servant of his. And he wants me to serve by um, preaching the gospel to the people on the face of this earth. Uh, because that's what the Lord wants. Is um, not just to talk about, you know, marriage, life and all that. But he wants people now. We're living in the day of Revelation god is pouring his wrath out on this earth he's sending down plagues one right after the other and it's just amazing that people can't see that and the plagues are breaking all records um, of all time and it's not going to get any better folks it's going to get a lot worse and uh, god promises that because people are becoming more satanic all the time Now, God gave people 120 years to repent during the time of Noah, but they didn't repent. So God drowned the whole world with the exception of Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives. Everybody else was dead. They couldn't breathe anymore. And the same thing uh, happened to the children of Israel that were out of the wilderness after God rescued them with 10 major plagues. He uh, opened the Red Sea for them. He Then there were so many other signs and wonders that God gave these people. It's just absolutely incredible. Uh, he uh, rained down manna on the ground so they could eat every morning for 40 years. And they could eat all day long with that. And uh, then he uh, let them drink water out of a rock. Moses would strike the rock once, which was symbolic of Christ having to die once. Because the solid rock uh, is Christ Jesus. In other words, Christ Jesus is the word of God, and the word of God is the solid rock that we can stand on. We can stand on his word. We can really believe it and trust it, that it's absolutely true. And people should bridle their mouths. Uh, They should bridle their tongues, because it's an unruly uh, member of our bodies, and uh, no man can tame it and no woman can tame her uh, tongue uh, we have to get a hold of the lord and the holy spirit can tame our tongue if we become so fearful uh, as the lord says we must be that's the whole duty of man is to fear god uh, fear well i don't want to fear god many people say well, then you won't be able to make it into the kingdom of heaven because if you don't fear God, you're not going to keep his commandments. That's the whole duty of man is to fear God and keep his commandments. If you don't, you're disobeying God, and the disobedient are not going to enter the kingdom of heaven, but they're going to spend eternity in the lake of fire. God is sick and tired of people's disobedience, and I'm doing everything in my power, uh, with whatever words the Lord gives me to try to implant that, to plant that into your souls, into your spirits, into your minds, because it's the truth. The whole duty of the book of Ecclesiastes says the entire duty, everything, is not to play basketball, football, baseball. It's not to play, uh, you know, to uh, beat the tar out of people in the name of Jesus. That is not the Lord's will at all. It's not to kill people, or to make, uh, or for uh, any government or anybody to make people eat horse meat. That's an abomination. Or to wear uh, shoes that are made out of cardboard by lying to them and telling them that there isn't any leather. Or to make them not eat butter and uh, the fruit of, of the land, the, the fat of the land. Right here in the United States of America, where there's more food, water, and everything, these devils made your fathers and your grandfathers do those things here in the United States. So uh, uh, I would uh, explain to those of you, if you feared God and kept his commandments, you would have resisted Satan a long time ago, and he wouldn't have taken over this nation and the rest of the world. He's busy with your tax dollars taking over different countries, attacking countries when they didn't do anything wrong. They never attacked us. We had a policy at one time that we'll defend the nation, but we're not going to go out and blow other nations up. This is a a nation that was under God with liberty and justice for all, but now all of a sudden we've become... Uh, the muscle for the devil to go and bomb and murder men, women, and their little children and starve them to death. If this isn't Satan, then who is it? Do you think that God would do something like this? No, he wouldn't. To pay farmers to not grow, to pay, uh, dairy farmers to not, in World War II, to not give people butter or beef or any of the things, or leather to make shoes with, so that the people of our great country, once great country, could walk in shoes, and to walk uh, without walking on cardboard. What a filthy, demonic devil it is. That's why I hate Satan. The Lord says that we can't love two masters. We love one, and we hate the other. And the one I hate is Satan. I love the Lord, but I hate Satan. And it says, be angry. Be angry at the things that are of the devil, but sin not. Don't you be angry at God. Don't be blaming him for the way that he chastens people because they worship other gods. All right, we're in the 16th chapter of First uh, Corinthians. And I've already read now concerning the collection for the saints, not for devils, but for the saints. As I have given a uh, order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. When I tell you to take up collections, do it, uh, Paul says. I'm not the kind of preacher like you see on TV where I say, Now nah, send in only your dollars to me and you'll go to heaven or God will bless you because uh if uh, you're um, blessing people that are of the devil, uh, God is not blessing you. No, he's not. Verse 2. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store As God hath prospered him, that there be no gatherings when I come. All right, well, he's saying collect tithes and offerings every week on that particular day uh, so that I don't have to waste my time doing offerings when I get there. Verse 3, And when I come, whosoever uh, ye shall approve, by your letters them will i send to bring your liberality unto jerusalem so pick up people that are honest to the congregation because there's so many people that are not trustworthy in congregations even our church have uh, has people that you can't trust uh you couldn't send them anywhere uh, they'd, uh, you know, in nowadays, there's vehicles, if you send them in a the vehicle, they crash into they say, oh, there's another fender bander. Uh, like it doesn't mean anything. Or they wouldn't, uh, they'd say, well, we, we took the money because it was another necessity and we, uh, bought something else with it. Can't, you can't let them handle money anymore. You can't let them drive cars. Okay, verse four. And if it be good, that I go also, they shall go with me. Okay, so the honest people that you can trust will go with me. If it be meet. or in other words, if it be good, that I go also, they shall go with me. Verse 5, now I will come unto you when I shall pass through Mach Adonia. For I uh, do pass through M- Macedonia, And it, uh, verse 6, And it may be that I will abide, uh, yea, and winter with you, spend the winter with you, that ye may bring me on my journey whithersoever I go. Verse 7, For I will not see you now by the way, But I trust to tarry a while with you, if the Lord permit. Everything with Paul and everything with true, born of the spirit Christians, is only we do it if the Lord permits us to do it. Okay, now then. So, if we be angry, the Lord is permitting us to be angry. If we are rebuking and reproving, and if we're resisting the devil so that he flees from us, Well, then, it's the Lord's will. And uh, the only one that is against that, of course, is Satan and ignorant people. Verse 8, But I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost, the day of Pentecost. Well, a lot of people say that the Catholic uh, cult was the first. No, the Church of God was born on the day of Pentecost where the Spirit of God came down upon the 120 people in the upper room, and they were all Jews, not Italians or Polish people or Germans or anybody like that. It was all Jews. Verse 8, But I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost, the day of Pentecost. They uh, That's celebrated to this day uh, by the Jews. They call it um Uh, they call this the infilling the bible calls this the infilling of the holy spirit where the power of god comes down on people that they can be in the ministry okay this is not the passover this is pentecost this is where they tarried in the upper room and they called out to god they were just praying and waiting for power from on high now, there's the Baptist, and many churches today say, well, that was for them back then. But the Lord tells the word says that it's for all those that follow. Verse 9, for a great door, an effectual, is opened unto me. And uh, there are many adversaries. Well, when I want to encourage you people that whenever God is going to open a big door for you, you're going to see every devil in hell rise up against you. Nowadays, you're going to see newspapers, rag sheets, uh, television, radio, and uh, the entire media coming after you. Uh, they're adversaries. They're like devils that want to stop, that want to curse uh, the blessing that the lord is sending to you but you just have to stand up stand up and be accounted for verse 10 now if timotheus come see that he may be with you without fear don't you uh start acting puffed up around him because he's really of the lord for he worketh the work of the lord uh, as I also do. So there's a lot of people that if they see somebody new come into the church, like one time Sue and I went to a church we were invited to, and there was a doorman there. And when we walked in, he grabbed a hold of my hand and just started grimacing with his face, and was squeezing my hand, like uh, that he wanted me to, you know, like flip you on the floor or something like that. And I just grinned at him also but not with a grimace on my face and I thought what kind of a cult is this they invited me to a Christian church and here's this weasel at the door uh, the pastor allowed him to be there this was in Van Buren Arkansas Um so he Paul knows that these things go on in churches so uh he says for Uh, the people there now, if Timotheus come, see that he may be with you without some weasel squeezing his hand and gritting his teeth at him without fear, because he works the works of the Lord just the same way as I do. You don't fear God? Well, then do that. Verse 11, let no man therefore despise him as people in church which are actually cults, as they despise Sue and myself. But conduct him forth in peace. Because there's devils in churches, people. The whole uh, nation and the world are full of cults. Because they uh, despise people that are of the Lord, but conduct him forth in peace uh, in the spirit of God that he may come unto me for I look for him with the uh, with the brethren I look for him uh, because I'm a Christian and I know he's a Christian and I want him to be with me because he's an asset to the church I remember when Buster came to our church and there was people that are vicious in our church that brought all sorts of accusations and said, he's new in the church and Tony puts him over Well, should I put uh, one of those uh, demonic people over uh, Buster or over uh, me? I say, no, I will not. They lied about him. They did everything because they're not a nice people. They're not godly people. Verse 12. As touching our brother Apollos, I greatly desired him to come unto me, or unto you rather, with the brethren, with the brothers, But his will was not at all to come at this time. But he will come when he shall have convenient time. Verse 13. Watch ye. Stand fast in the faith. Um, Quit you like men. Be strong. Because there are many adversaries. And all they're after is just your soul. All they want to do is just send your soul to hell. And so you've got to make sure that you watch. Stand fast in the faith, in the Bible, the word of God. Quit you like men. Prepare yourself like men. Be strong in the spirit. Not physically, so to speak, bodily exercise profits, let all. But you want to be prepared like men. Be strong in the spirit. Verse 14. Let all your things be done with charity, with love. Don't be grabbing somebody's hand or bringing false accusations against people that God has sent in to help the body of Christ because I want to know you're a devil if you do that. And he better straighten very fast because I have a tendency to put people out on the streets if they do that. And I could care less what happens to me if I do that. Verse 15, I beseech you, brethren, you know, uh, the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they... And they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. They love to minister to the saints. They don't despise them. They don't bring false accusations against them. They don't try to outthink God or God's chosen vessel. But they bank off. They humble themselves because they want to minister to the saints if they don't back off then they're never going to minister to the saints and if they don't minister to the saints or to the world where do you think they're going to go i'll give you three guesses and two don't count verse 16 that you submit yourselves unto such what because they're ministering to you that's why and to everyone that helpeth with us and laboreth. Well, Buster has uh, really been a great asset to the church. They've helped us. They've helped with us. He's helped with us. And he's labored. He labors. Verse 17. I am glad of the coming of Stephanias and Fortunatus. And Akayakas, for that which was lacking on your part, they have supplied every person that God sends in uh that is really of the Lord is uh, the you know the uh, the church lacks the things that they can do. there's people that are mechanics that the people in our church there's some of them that are so that have been um, evil towards people that come in, that God sent into the church, and they offended them in many ways to where they left. And I've had to defend Buster. I had to defend Scotty and many others, that these weasels in the church, and remember God himself, Jesus, who was on earth, had a devil in his congregation. He had Judas Iscariot, the one that delivered him unto Pilate, unto the antichrist um, so they uh i love it when somebody comes in that can uh, help supply the things that we lack such as the help that we need and also th- this is why the government went after buster too because they know that he's been a great help to the church and uh they went into his store and took all kinds of things Buster buys things from suppliers in Dallas and Houston and here and there all over the country just like everybody else does and uh, they accused him of buying things that were knockoffs and they were uh, counterfeit well uh, they were not and uh, they took all of his money and said they're going to send him to prison well, they gave him so many lie detector tests that it's unbelievable, and he passed every one of them. And uh, so pray for Buster because, uh, and then the uh, he had to come up with $250,000 for an attorney. This is what the devil does to anyone that's helping the church. Now you say, oh, well, I was going to help your church, but now I'm discouraged to do that. Well, all people that uh, live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution, and this is just something that we ex- uh, expect. They sent me to prison for four years and a halfway house for a half a year, when my boy was only two years old, uh, and I was in uh, uh, away from him for a long time, and I had, did jail time on false charges. They railroaded me into prison so you can expect this stuff and if you don't if you're not willing to do that you just want to muzzle yourself uh, and you don't want to be uh, give your part to the church or to supply it um, we were lacking these things and uh, buster supplied them so we helped him very much with his uh, attorney fees and uh now they're trying to barter with him and tell him, you know, we're not going to give you your money back. And all these different ridiculous things these bunch of devils are doing to him. And like he's a criminal or something. All he is is just running a business. We proved without a doubt there's no possible way that he could have done these things. And the DA really doesn't want to take him to court because they know if there's a decent jury there that they're going to lose. And so they want him to sign statements that he won't sue the government and all these different things. Why? He said all this, uh, the government said all this will go away if you stop going to Tony's church, if you stop helping him. Now, folks, there must be something very uh, great about me to where Satan wants to have me assassinated? Do you think that's the right thing for a president of a United States, a former president of the United States to do to hire somebody to assassinate a Christian? Well, uh John Peter came to the church and says, Man, I'm not going to assassinate him. He's as uh clean and he's uh, as clean as a whistle. Okay, so verse eighteen for they have refreshed my spirit and yours well, I mean, I didn't know what to do because we really didn't have the kind of help that Buster gives the church. But I was having to do all this uh, fighting and resisting of Satan, and when he came in, he helped, and I was refreshed. But there were bitter people in our church that because of the fact that uh, he had something that they didn't, that they got angry. And they lied about him, and uh, they did everything they could to get him thrown out of the church. But they didn't throw him out. And I'm about ready to throw them out if they don't stay away from these people that God sends into the church that are of the Lord. For they have refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore, acknowledge you, them, that are such acknowledge them don't lie about them don't lie about them because i'll put you out of my church now there's hundreds of thousands of churches probably and why don't you go over to the vatican and uh, lie there verse 19 the churches of asia salute you we're supposed to encourage one another we're supposed to salute one another we're in the same army the army of the lord aquila and priscilla salute you much in the lord with the church that is in their house see that's how a lot of churches started back then still today our church started in a house verse 20 all the brethren greet you greet ye one another with a holy kiss that means praise the lord brother Uh, we don't believe in the huggy kissy church because the kind of kiss that they're talking about is a spiritual kiss verse 21 the salutation of me paul with mine own hand see because he was uh, he's bragging that he's using his own hand. He was like legally blind, like I am, and he uh, really couldn't see. So, anytime that he did write something, he said, "I wrote it with my own hand." Verse twenty-two: If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema, meranatha. Uh, hey, you're cursed. Verse twenty-three the grace or the power of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Verse 24. My love be with you. In other words, I keep the commandments, so uh, you do the same thing. My love be keep the commandments, be with you all. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Now we're going into the second epistle of Paul to the uh, Corinthians, or the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. And this is uh, chapter 1. Okay, verse 1. I Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will. Not by my own will. I didn't go to some theological seminary to learn how to worship the Lord or how to serve him. But it was by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is in Corinth, with all the saints which are in all Achaia. Verse 2. Grace or power. May God be to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ verse 3 blessed be god even the father of our lord jesus christ the father of mercies and the god of all comfort now god is merciful to those that are merciful but uh, he states in the first chapter of proverbs that he's going to um mock all those that want mercy uh in the uh, when they go on out to meet him for judgment verse 4 who comforteth us in all our tribulations well, what the apostle Paul has tribulations well we have them too if you serve the lord if you don't have tribulation then I would be scared to death if tribulation wasn't coming my way. I don't like it, but I know that I have to receive it because it's written that all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution, or in other words, tribulation. So, God who comforts us in all of our tribulation. So, during the time that we're receiving tribulation, we're being comforted at the same time, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble so while i'm being persecuted i did my best to comfort those people in texas and i came against the people that had arrested and taken the children away from them Uh, and we won the victory thus far because if we serve the lord Now, you people there in Texas, don't be calling upon the American people to help you out because they're not going to do it. Call upon the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank and praise the Lord for the judge that ruled uh, at least semi-correctly in that particular situation. Where in the world does Satan have the gall to think that he could come and take our children away from us? Uh, So... um, he says that, who uh, comforted us in all our tribulation, that ye may be able to comfort others, to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted, of God. Now, a lot of people don't believe in God. They don't think, well, how does God comfort us? Well, it's very comfortable for me to know that I can feel the Lord's spirit. And that comforts me. Now, if you're not saved, you don't know that uh, experience of comfort. Verse 5, for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us. Well, what do you mean? Uh, Christ, everything that we're going through, Uh, Whether small or large, Christ suffered more than we did, and he suffered the same things. For as the sufferings of Christ abound, are abundant, are plenty in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. We have a great consolation because we're going to heaven. Now, all the people in the world have trials and tribulations. But we have a consolation, and they don't. But we're trying to preach to them that they can have a consolation if they accept the Lord. Verse 6, And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. For whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. Verse 7. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, which is of the Lord, uh, so shall ye be also of the consolation. In other words, you're going to heaven. And the sufferings that we have in this world are nothing, uh, not at all to be compared to the consolation. Verse eight. "For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pre- uh, pressed out of measure, above strength in so much that we despaired even of life so these are some of the things that paul went through and these are some of the things that every true christian will go through and that's why the lord says don't faint don't turn back Uh, some of you have fainted and i feel that in the spirit and some of you have turned back what good would it be for you to turn back and then wind up in hell in the lake of fire well, you don't like that about the gospel. Well, too bad what you don't like. God is true, and it's going to happen. Unless you repent and begin serving the Lord. Verse 9. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Every day, I know that at presidents and uh, FBI and uh, every government agency and marshals, U.S. marshals and all these people, or wanting to destroy me uh, we have the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but in God which raiseth the dead so I'm not afraid of the government I'm not afraid of the Antichrist or his uh, media I'm not afraid of that at all but um, Therefore, I don't trust. I, the sense of death is uh, on me every day. I never know one minute from the next. But I don't worry about it. Uh, that we should not, because uh, I don't trust in it myself, but in God uh, who raises the dead. Verse 10. Who delivered us from so great a death. Well we were on our way to hell and he saved us from that and does deliver, and does continue to deliver, in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. He's going to continue doing that. Verse 11, he also helping together by prayer for us. That's really help, because when you call upon the Lord, and he hears you, the help is on its way that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. Verse 12, for our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in simplicity, in Godly sincerity, not with uh, fleshy wisdom, but by the grace, the power of God, we have had our conversation in the world at one time we did, and more abundantly to you word. and we had our conversation in the world also. Um, Because uh, we uh, spoke the truth and you believe. Verse 13, for we write uh, none other things unto you than what ye read or acknowledge. And I trust ye shall acknowledge even to the end. I trust that you'll do it, because those that continue to the end shall be saved. Only those that continue to the end. Verse 14. As also you have acknowledged us, in part, that we are your rejoicing, even as ye also are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus. That is, if you make it to the day of Jesus, uh, his coming back. That we will rejoice that we were instrumental in bringing you uh, to the Lord. Verse 15. And in this confidence, I was minded to come unto you before that ye might have a second benefit. Verse 16. And to pass by you into Macedonia and to come again out of Macedonia unto you and of you to be brought on my way toward Judea. Now, we have some, I'm to stop here for a while. We have some uh, letters. Do you have one there?
2: Yes, the end of the letter from Roland, Oklahoma.
0: Okay, let me hear what she says.
2: I've asked that you pray for me so that I can be able to see beyond what the world says. If it is God's will for me to also join your services with my husband, then well, let it be... Well, what do you
0: think? Would it be God's will for you to be in the house of God? Then what else?
2: I do not want to be one of those ones who figure it out too late. I would love to you be. You
0: can't more. figure it out. You have to study the Word and be under tutors and governors, as, uh, pastors, preachers, teachers, uh, prophets. You're not going to figure anything out. What else?
2: I would love to meet you one day in person so I can see for myself what my husband has so many times told me about you. Well,
0: you know, there's uh, millions of people that want to meet me, but I'm just one person. Uh, The best thing for you to do is to meet Jesus and ask him to come into your heart and wash all your filthy sins away. Then what?
2: Which is nothing but good where you are concerned. He is a good man and is one of the few that never gave up on you in the church. Okay,
0: well, the Lord never gives up on anybody unless you... I think that we have to not, uh, you know, like you're doing me a big favor, for instance, by not giving up on me. By not giving up on me, you didn't give up on, uh, the, the Lord. That's His uh, problem, not mine. Okay, it's not flattering to me to say that you never gave up on me because I don't personally care. Alright, I only care that, uh, the, uh, all I have to do is preach the gospel. I don't have to make you believe. I get the same reward for preaching this message to everybody, as a, uh, whether you receive it or you reject it. Then what else?
2: She says, my husband says what morals, what morals he has, he got them from being in the church.
0: In our church, of course. Then what?
2: He has a wonderful glow about him now that I crave so. I know we are living in the last days, and I don't want to be left behind. So I ask you to pray for me if it isn't too late.
0: Well, um, you know, for sure, everybody, every one of you have to pray for yourself. Uh, um, The the Apostle Paul states and uh, Jesus said that, uh, you know, that they don't pray for everybody. We pray for uh, the brethren and for the sisters. And if you say, I believe some of the things that you say, well, listen, listen. That's really bad that she said that because I only say what the Lord has shown me and what is in the Bible. And if you only believe in some of the things I'm saying, well, you know, you pray for yourself. Okay, then what else?
2: But if God tells you to not pray for me, please let me know.
0: Well, I just say that your speech betrays you. I'm preaching the Bible and you're saying I believe some of it. So you figure it out yourself. Now, if you believe the whole Bible, a man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus is the word of God. And if you, you must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, then you'll be saved. So if you believe the whole word of God, well, you know, then I'll pray for you. And that's that's it I cannot do anything other than what the Lord tells me to do then what
2: I do not want to be the reason why my husband gets left behind
0: well he's back in the church you're the one that's going to be left behind not him what kind of a brain do you have there is you try to make yourself sound self-sacrificing but uh, your, your words betray you uh, you don't sound like a person of the Lord then what
2: I know down the road if he continues to go to services some decisions will have to be made so I just pray to God that it isn't too late for me sincerely Christy Perez from Roland Oklahoma
0: well if he keeps coming to services some decisions may have to be made my 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 of course decision decisions decisions Um. People standing in the valley of uh, what, does the Bible say? Decisions. Hmm?
2: Decisions.
0: Yeah. You're standing in the valley of decisions. The Bible says just receive the word of God and live. All right. So, so much for that letter. And my time has uh, gone by now. And we this is the time to pray. So, all of you that would love to receive the entire word of God, because the entire word of God is Jesus, the Bible says that, the word became flesh, and so if you want to receive Jesus, then you'll definitely receive the whole word of God, the entire word of God, and uh, you will not reject him now, you will receive him into your heart so that you can be a born-again Christian, so that you can be a member of the body of Christ. And that's so simple to do to begin with it. And that's just uh, saying this prayer. So say it. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you father God raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father, uh, Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm calling on you, Lord, and I know your word is true. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, I know that you have answered me, and I know I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my eternal soul. Now, uh, Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this uh, program, number 687.
2: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box
0: 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370, that's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. All right. If um, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo, make sure you tune in tomorrow for another exact way into the Kingdom of God, uh, the straight and narrow path that leads can only lead to eternal life. Uh, now, uh, the the Word of God is wonderful, and the Bible says that the Word of God, that the name of Jesus is the Word of God. And it's so wonderful because it's the only way, the only truth, and the only life that we have. And here I am to sing with our orchestra and choir, our former orchestra and choir. Many of them have fallen away, which proves they were really saved. And you can tell it in their voices. This is, his name is wonderful. The word of God is wonderful.
1: His name is wonderful His name is wonderful His name is wonderful Jesus my Lord He is the mighty King Master of everything His name is wonderful Jesus my Lord He's the great shepherd